Hello there and welcome to Revelations from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett, and I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive ministry updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my ministry page on Facebook at Paula Cornette Ministries. Follow me on Instagram at either Revelations from the Heart or Minister Paula. Or you can check me out on YouTube at Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, let's get into today's episode. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornette, and this is episode 104. And this is actually, I'm just going to be honest and real with y'all. This is take two. So the guest that I have on today, we did the first recording. And hey, in the world of podcasting, I'll just be transparent. Everything does not go as planned. Sometimes technology fails, you messes up. But um, I know that the second time around is going to be even better. So um, the last couple of weeks, I took some time off. Some of you may or may not know that um, my grandmother recently transitioned um, to heaven. And so um, at the age of 102. And so um, I just took some time just to um, reflect on her life and just to kind of take off so that you know my heart could heal. It was a bittersweet home going because, you know, we hated to see her go. But in the same token, we were blessed because she lived a long, full life. And that is just really a testament of the goodness of God. And so I know and have the assurance that I will see her again one day. And so I'm back at it, um, starting this uh, week off um, the month of September with some podcast collaborations. In fact, I think all this month, Uh, The remainder of this month, the next few guests that I have on will all be fellow podcasters that I've collaborated with. And it's just always a blessing. I thank God for uh, meeting these kingdom people. And I have one with me today. Um, I met this lady through the Christian podcasters group that we're on in Facebook. And the thing is, there is a plethora of people that are there, but it's amazing how God connects you with the right people. And so um, since we've we've had several phone conversations and it's just been a blessing to hear her testimony and just the great things that God has done and is doing. So I want to just, without further ado, welcome to the Revelations of the Heart podcast audience for the very first time, my new dear friend and host of Saved by Grace podcast, Sylvia Fuentes. Hello there, Sylvia. Hello, hello, good morning. <laughs> See you once again, okay? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well this morning, thank God. Um, you know, I was just listening to your intro, Paula, and I'm thinking, you know, that is uh, one of the beautiful things as believers that we know that when our loved ones pass on um, to be in glory with Jesus, that um, we miss them here, but we know that we'll see them again. Yes, yes, yes. And that life is, she's like, they are truly living now. Exactly. It's, you know, you're you're truly living now. And if given the opportunity or the chance, they would not come back for anything because nothing compares to being in the presence of the Lord. So uh, thank you for that. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited because I know the second time around, it's (laughs) going to be 
even better. So um, thank you for, you know, your willingness to re-record. And I just, let's just get right into it. And um, if you would just kick us off by just kind of letting everyone know um, who you are and also um, start by just sharing your personal testimony of salvation. How did you come to the knowledge of the truth of Jesus Christ? Amen. Yes. So um, as Minister Paula said, my name is Sylvia Puentes. I am the host of Saved by Grace podcast. It's a podcast where guests come on and they share um, their testimonies, their God stories. And, um, you know, we also lift up the name of Jesus and, and expose his true nature which is always good. Um, I'm also the founder of Flourish Coaching. So I do uh, Christian-based coaching, um, help women uh, not only know who they are in Christ, but help them walk through whatever it is that they um, may be going through or uh, wherever it is that they may feel stuck. Um, <clears throat> so I help them using the word of God, the, the truth, um, transition and just walk through those things in life. And identity is uh, one of the big things. Forgiveness is another big thing that that I help um, with through the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and I'm also a nurse entrepreneur. I have a private care um, home agency um, based out of New York City. And um, and so um, all of that, but I also love to say, aside from mom and sister and all that, um, I'm a child of God. And the day and the moment that I discovered that, that that revelation was, um, you know, revealed to my heart and my spirit, that was my before and after moment. That was my life changing moment. So <clears throat> my story of salvation is I did not grow up in a Christian home. Um, so I was always searching from, you know, a, a young age, um, just searching um, for something. I knew there had to be something more. And I wasn't quite sure what I was searching, what the more that I was searching for was, but I just knew that there had to be something more. And um, I searched in all the wrong places. Like um, I was a new ager. Um, I, you know, I, I participated in occult practices. And, and I'd like to say, you know, um, whether it's um, uh, psychic readings and mediums and all of that, you don't realize that you're not um, following the Lord. You don't realize that that's not a godly thing to do. You don't realize that actually, um, you know, the information that the mediums may get or the psychics may get um, is actually a familiar demonic spirit speaking to them to then speak to you. And that's how they get you because this is real. This is true. You know, um, so I, you know, I was involved in all of the wrong things. And in 2015, my, my life got turned upside down. And the first thing I did was I challenged God. I didn't call out to God and say, God, where are you? I need you. I said, you know, if you're real, now would be uh, the time to show up in my life because where have you been all of my life? Um, you know, have you been on a coffee break? Um, I blamed God for all of the things that had gone wrong in my life, um, all of the hurts, the losses. Uh, for example, I lost my dad. My dad was murdered when I was a year old. 
And I can now say that uh, I thought it was my own thought, but the enemy had convinced me that every bad thing that had happened to me starting at such a young age was caused by God because God created me just to suffer. So, <clears throat> so I, I called out to him. I challenged him to show up and I call it um, the beginning of this love story. <laughs> um, you actually, you actually challenged the almighty God. So in your, in your desperation, you know, in your anger, you really came to the, to the end of your rope. And when you come to the end of your rope, who do you cry out to? The one who supposedly has inflicted all the <clears throat> pain and the hurt. You cry out to him. And then what does he do when you, once you cried out to him, you, it's like you have a showdown with God. This is amazing. It was like I, I was having a showdown with God. And, you know, it's it's funny because what do they say? There, there are no atheists in the fox hole, in the fox, uh, hole, right? And that's true. What you just said, you know, at the end of our rope, you know, whether however we do it, we, we call out to God. And I've had people ask me, how could you have challenged God? How could you have spoken to him? And, you know, um, he says in his word, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And I, I like to share this because um, it just shows that he's always there ready to receive us. Um, he, he just received me. He didn't say, speak to me another way or try again. Um, you know, after I challenged him to show up and my heart was broken, you know, um, my heart was was full of of, of disappointment and, and hurt and bitterness and all of that. And um, so I started seeking him. <laughs> and I started, you know, I just, you know, was praying all the time. I started going to church and um, in church, I found that though those are only walls, but the atmosphere that was created there, I was received with love. Um, you know, I, uh, people prayed for me and I never liked sharing with anyone really what, you know, my personal stuff was, but somehow there, even if I didn't share, they would, you know, I was just receiving prayer and, and support and love. And um, this was like about a five or six month period after I challenged him to show up where I say he, he started doing a work inside of me unbeknownst to me, because it was like so, so tender and so gradual. He started everything that was um, making my heart feel broken, you know, the hopelessness. So, the so, so when, when you, you know, you cried out to God, where are you? And then after that, it's like the process of the transformation or the, it didn't start immediately or did it take a couple of, did it take a little bit or did you start going to church like the next week or or did I started going to church immediately. I can't even understand. It was like something was just carrying me through, Paula, honestly. And, and I know. Never, yeah, I'm sorry. And you never had went before this. Prior. I, had, I had, you know, sometimes for some occasion or, you know, but I had I was never um, someone who went to church um, <laughs> regularly or even half regularly. And now I was going every Sunday. And if there was a prayer meeting during the week, I'd go, like I was, I was there all the time. Um, I was listening to uh, worship music. And again, it was not things to check off the list to try to get closer to God. It was just something inside of me that was pulling on mm -hmm. me, 
you know, um, many of these worship songs are scriptures that are being sung. And so it was just, it was, and I know that it was, I thought I was pursuing him, but really he had been, he was wooing me, you know, he was wooing me. And um, so about five or six months after that, I had a face-to-face encounter with Jesus. Hmm. I was asleep and I was woken up around four o'clock in the morning. My eyelids were like opened and I started speaking in a language that I didn't recognize. Um, And there was this force, this power in my room. Um, I thought, and this is how twisted my mind was, how twisted the enemy had my mind that I thought God had sent the enemy to kill me. And, um, and all I kept thinking was, you know, please uh, don't do anything ugly. My children are in their rooms. I don't want them to come in and find some a horrible scene in here. And, um, and suddenly this voice from the outside of me, um, it was a strong, <laughs> powerful voice, but at the same time, it was warm and um, said to me, you have nothing to fear. I am here. Mm-hmm. And immediately, immediately when I heard that, all fear went away and I knew who was speaking to me. And that reminds me of that scripture that says, you know, that um because my response to that was, Abba, is this you? And I didn't know then <laughs> that um, the Aramaic term for father is Abba. And so I was crying out, Father, is this you? And, you know, the word says that our spirit, when we go from orphan to sonship, our spirit cries out, Abba, Father. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what happened. Um, and he said to me, how could you think I don't love you? And how could you think I don't see you when I know every prayer you've prayed and every tear you've cried? And as he said that, suddenly there was like a projection in front of me with um, me crying out to him. And I there were two prayers that I pray. One was, if you're real, you have to fix me. And the, you know, cause I, I, I said to him, I can't do it myself this time. And I said, um, and the other prayer that I would pray was just take my life. I don't want to do it because I don't want my children thinking that they aren't enough, but I don't want to live anymore. If you do it, they can blame you just like I've blamed you for everything. And that, I mean, like, that sounds, you know, pretty nutty. So when I had that experience, I thought he had sent the enemy to take my life. And um, so he showed me this fire hydrant and um, the fire hydrant had water gushing out from it. And he said, just as water gushes out from this fire hydrant, rivers of living water gushing out from you. And that was because I was being baptized um, in the Holy Spirit. You know, that was the, I was speaking and I woke up speaking in tongues and he showed me many things, but I always like to share these four points. One was that um, he 
he said to me, I'm so proud of you for the way that you have cared for the children that I've entrusted onto you. So that was interesting, the children that I've entrusted onto you. And um, what, that, what that showed me, what that revealed to me was that I had a lot of mom guilt. You know, I have failed as a mom. I'm, you know, like um, I'm messing up my children or whatever. And I'd never shared that with anyone. But in that one moment, he came and he tore down that lie and he replaced it with his truth of how much, you know, how proud he was of me um, for for basically stewarding well what he had put into my hands. Um, he then took me before my mother and he said to me, you must forgive. And I was ready to present this case like, well, why I have the right to feel any kind of offense. And he looked at me and he said, I'm not asking, I'm telling you, you must forgive. But when he said that, there was so much authority, but also so much love that he immediately allowed me to feel his heart for my mother, his love for my mother, <clears throat> his compassion for my mother, but also for me, you know, and, um, and all I said to him was I broke down crying because the way that he looked into me, you know, his, it was like, I was in this, in this blanket of love a love like I've never known in my life and, um, and, and just, you know, just acceptance and, and compassion and love. And, you know, and so um, I asked him, please help me to forgive. Uh, the other thing he took me then before a friend of mine who had just been diagnosed with breast cancer. She was not a believer. She was not calling out to God. However, He's faithful even when we're not. And so he took his right hand out and out of his right hand came this white ball. And I could tell that there was fire and power in that ball. And he placed his hand over her breast and light just consumed her body, went throughout her entire body, or that power just went throughout her entire body. And he said to me, tell her she is healed. And you know, that was eight years ago. And from that moment on, never again were cancer cells found in her body. Mm. Um, so he revealed himself as um, the, the healer, the great physician, you know, and, and God almighty, you know, like, um, and then um, I said to him, well, if you're such a good God, though, why did you take my dad? Why didn't you at least give me some time to experience what it's like to have a dad? And he said, nothing bad comes from me. And as he said that, he allowed me to see a wound in my heart that was just festering, full of pus and, you know, like a non-healing wound. And suddenly I felt this heavy, warm liquid coming from the top of my head all the way down. And when it reached that wound, it melted that wound like wax, like it was never there. So he instantly healed and delivered me from that, you know, that hurt and that that brokenness that I felt like, you know, I don't have a dad. 
And at that moment that that happened, it was as if this veil had been removed from my eyes. And I realized that I had a dad all along. And, you know, my dad was Abba father. And it was as if I became one with him. And that's, you know, I mean, it, the encounter went, you know, there was, there's so much more, but I've like extracted those four um, major um, points, I think, that the moment, the, you know, immediately he tore down the lie of, of I'm not a good mom or I'm failing or, you know, he tore that down and he replaced it with his truth. Um, he talked to me about forgiveness and he allowed me to feel his love and his compassion for the other person and the importance of unforgiveness. And he actually said to me, unforgiveness will keep you in bondage, daughter. And I have so much more for you than that. Mm. And, you know, then the healing that took place with my friend who wasn't even a believer, um, because, again, he's faithful even when we're not. And the the deliverance of you are not an orphan. You are my daughter. Amen. Just I mean, I just love hearing it. I never get tired of hearing that. <laughs> Just so beautiful and powerful. And the thing that I was thinking about as you were talking is that because you have been into the new age and those kind of things, a lot of times people that have been into new age, their spiritual senses are heightened yeah. um, because of, you know, the spiritual things that they, but just in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And so you, God knew how he needed to show up in order for you to know that, like you said, he was the almighty. And yeah. when, when you have an encounter with God, your life is not the same. And when God, when you have an encounter with God, he don't halfway heal. He don't, he, he does in a moment what could take years and years and years of counseling and waste a lot of money and time. God can do it in a moment. And it's just a testament to know, because this just happened like about eight years ago, right? Eight years ago. So, hey, God is still saving people. She was in darkness. She was just believing the lies of the enemy. She, her, she had on a spiritual, her spiritual eyes were blind. Yeah. But your spiritual eyes became open. And I believe part of the reason why that was is because you had somebody that you had some instrumental people in your life. The first one was your grandmother that yeah. um, introduced you, like really put the seeds of the word of God in you. I want you to talk about her for just a moment. And also you, your brother was saved throughout this time. He had been praying for you. So talk about those two people. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, they were very instrumental in um, even though you were dabbling into some stuff, but God was working, like you say, throughout the situation. So tell them about your grandmother and also about um, your brother, your situation yeah. with your brother. So my my grandmother, I was blessed with this, you know, amazing woman of God, a faith driven woman um, where even though I didn't understand, well, I didn't even understand how who who God was or Jesus or the Holy Spirit. I didn't realize, are they one? Are they three? You know, like that's how um, out of touch I was with everything. Um, but at the age of six, my grandmother um, who loved the Lord and really lived a relationship versus religion um, with the Lord taught me the Lord's prayer. And I remember, like, I remember even what I was wearing when she said this to me always seek God. 
always seek God, always call out to God. And um, and so she taught me the Lord's Prayer that night at the age of six. And throughout my life, I I my grandmother passed away four years um, before I got saved. <laughs> And, um, you know, one of the things that he that the Lord showed me in my encounter was that he is still honoring her prayers for Mm -hmm. us. And um, and so so she planted that seed and and I saw her live this out throughout her life, you know, throughout um, the time that I, I had her here. And the other was my my oldest brother. He was saved and he always shared the gospel and he would always talk about the Lord. And I would roll my eyes. I, I rejected the gospel so many times. And I just always say, you know, um, n- never take for granted the power of planting the seed, of watering the seed. You may or may not see the harvest, but know that that the Lord will do something with that, you know, that the Holy Spirit will do something with that. And there were so many times where I just like scoffed at my brother or rolled my eyes at my brother because I thought he was just nuts, you know. However, I saw fruit in his life. I saw I saw a fruit in his marriage. I saw fruit in his with his, you know, my niece and my nephew. I saw fruit in his business. So I saw the fruit in his life. And I would, I remember I'd say to myself, well, something, there's gotta be something, but I was still pulled away from it. You know, I just wasn't ready to, um, surrender or I wasn't ready to, to really, uh, call out to God yet. And, um, and, you know, like, like you said, and, you know, I've mentioned, you know, the enemy had me, um, my mind bound the, you know, and in and, and complete spiritual darkness. And I do agree that when um, somebody is involved in like new age or even occult practices, um, their, their, their sensitivity to the spirit realm is heightened. Um, and, but in the wrong direction. So absolutely God knew that he had to come in a, you know, in this way to me, because there are people, you know, as the host of Saved by Grace, I hear all kinds of encounters and they're all equally powerful because they bring transformation into a person's life. Right. But um, but he knew that he had to. Um, that was the encounter that I needed, you know. And what was that that your brother said to you one day that really kind of that stuck with you that you were far from this? But he looked when he looked at you, what was that you, that you said that he said? Yeah, you know, it was um, it was 16 years before um, before my my encounter. Uh, he said to me one day, he said, Sylvia, one day you're going to be a great woman of God. And I was like, OK, whatever that means, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, and, and he doesn't even remember saying this, but, you know, I remember because the message was for me and it impacted me. And that was 16 years before my encounter. So that should be an encouragement. So you maybe uh, have a family member that you may have been witnessing to and they might not be trying to hear what you have to say. Just as Sylvia said, don't ever discount when you plant those seeds, 
because those seeds are planted. Just like when you plant a seed in the natural, you don't see what happens under the earth. God does that work. But as you water it, you start to see things sprout and you'll start to see things, you know, in the life of your loved one. Just don't be discouraged. Just know that God is faithful and it is his will that all should come to the knowledge of the truth and repent. But um, as you're praying for your loved one, you got to pray that their eyes of understanding will be enlightened, that they will have an ear to hear the gospel, that God will send laborers across their path to um minister the truth to them and um that god will they will have an encounter with almighty god and once you like i said once you have an encounter with almighty god hey it's like but did you have to go to the no i did not have to go to no counselor god healed my heart in a moment and he when he showed you yourself um he didn't say oh you all forgive it unforgiven he he came with love and that's yeah. the way God is, that even though he's a great and powerful and mighty God, his love, his love, his love and his compassion supersedes anything that we can comprehend because his love is pure. Our love in the greatest sense is tainted with sin because we're you know, born into the sin nature. But praise be to God for your powerful testimony, your powerful story of how God showed up and he did not disappoint. Um, can you tell us how was because you're the host of Saved by Grace podcast. How was this podcast birthed? Yes. So um, three years ago, the, the Lord just said to me, you're going to have a podcast. And I immediately imagine, you know, <clears throat> I had, you know, the Lord has done so much for me. And when I say that, I don't mean like he's given me this or given me that. I mean, his love is overwhelming. I mean, I was, I was suicidal. I was lost. I was uh, overwhelmed with hopelessness. And um, when I had my encounter with him and, um, and so he's, you know, he turned my life around. And um, so I've said to him, Lord, whatever you ask of me, I've given you my yes. And so when he said, you're going to have a podcast. I said immediately, yes, Lord. And then I said, well, what, what's a podcast? I don't even know what I just agreed to, but knowing that he's always a, you know, good God and there's no destruction that comes, you know, from him. Um, so he let me know that um, I would have guests come on and share their testimonies and, um, and, and just, bring faith, you know, elevate faith and bring hope and, and share his true nature. Because like me, you know, um, there's so many people out there who think he's, he's an angry, punishing, uh, wrath God, you know, and, um, and so that's how faith, um, that's how saved by grace was birthed. It took three years before I actually, you know, got it, got it going. Cause honestly, I didn't know what to do or how to do it. And, um, and he's been faithful, you know, I was worried, like, where am I going to get testimonies from? <clears throat> but praise God, he's been, he's been faithful. And um, I don't really follow numbers, but I can tell you that I get uh, messages from people from different parts of the world, Pakistan and, and El Salvador mm -hmm. and India and, and throughout America. Um, I love your show or, you know, I heard this testimony and it sounds like, my, you know, what happened to me or, and, um, and so that's how Saved by Grace came about. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful to 
have been given this ministry, because for me, it's like a ministry to be given this ministry to help, you know, bring those testimonies out there because, man, I would love to just keep pulling people out and bringing them into the kingdom. <laughs> amen. Amen. Well, you know, um, sorry about that. I had a, some, I'm doing this on my phone this time. So somebody called, I had to call in. So I knocked my camera off and said, but I got it. I got it back together. We're going to get through this this time. Praise God. So how can they get in touch with you to, um, if they want to be, somebody would like to be a guest on your podcast or um, if they want to listen to the podcast, give them all your social media handles and those things. Sure. So on social media, um, Saved by Grace is on Facebook at Saved by Grace Podcast. I'm all, you can also uh, look for me, Sylvia Puentes on Facebook, on Instagram, Saved by, Saved by Grace Podcast. And um, if you have a testimony that you'd love to share, I'd love to be in touch with you. It's Saved by Grace Podcast, P-D-C-S-T podcast pdcst at gmail.com amen well if you um are on social media you can get in touch with her you can watch her podcast she has a lot of great um episodes on there um of people's just powerful testimony everybody's testimony is different and unique and god reveals himself to the individual based on you know where they are and in ways that they can understand and it's always i just love to hear people's testimonies because People do not look like what they've been through, you know, yeah. and when God does a work in you, he changes, he changes you from the inside out and it'll start to show in your countenance it'll show, you know, in your mannerisms, you know, you may be believing God for someone in your life. They may not know Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior. I want to encourage you to continue to pray, stay steadfast in prayer for your loved one, because they are worth it. You may be watching this today or listening and you may have never asked Jesus to come into your heart. I want to give you the opportunity to do that today, right now. Um, just like Sylvia, you may have come to the end of your rope. You may have um, tried new age. You may have tried witchcraft and all those things. The, the power of God is the greatest power of all. The greatest power that was ever displayed on the face of this earth was the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. The Bible is the absolute truth, period. Regardless of if they try to do away with it and say that it's not. And you always got to remember this. Truth is always controversial. And so why is it that, you know, the word of God it, 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 it is always it is always you know up for debate or what have you but the word of god is truth it's infallible it's been proven and it is it is the truth and so i invite you today that if you don't know jesus as your personal lord and savior you can just say this simple prayer with me and we're going to believe that as you say this prayer that the chains will be broken off of your life that healing will come that deliverance will come and that the manifest presence of almighty god will show up right where you are so just say this prayer lord jesus i come to you now Realizing that I'm a sinner in need of your saving power. I repent of my sins and I ask you to forgive me. Wash me clean and make me new. Show me how to serve you in these last days. I give my life to you right now. Satan, and you got to say that with authority. Satan, go from me now. You are not my God. Lord Jesus, Wash me and make me new. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, you could email me at paulacornet32 at gmail.com and just let me know, hey, I gave my life to Jesus today. Then the next step is you got to find a good Bible teaching church so that you can grow in the things of God. It's not too late. There's still time for you to come into the kingdom.
Praise be to God. Well, Sylvia, if you could close us out with a word of prayer for those that are watching or listening, somebody may be watching or listening that uh, may have unforgiveness in their heart or that can kind of resonate with your story. It may have said, you know, I've, I've, I've been into some new age uh, practices and some things. And can you just pray for me? Or they may have experienced trauma or tragedy in their life, like a loss of a parent at an early age or whatever that may be. Let's just believe God together that as you pray, that his power will touch them wherever they are. So we're gonna, I'm going to come in agreement with you as you bless the people with prayer. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today, Lord, our hearts filled with gratitude because you are good and you are faithful, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. And Father, today we just, we lift up to you, Lord, anyone out there, Father, who um, whose heart may be sick, Lord, from feeling bitterness, from feeling loss, hopelessness, Lord. You said that you bring hope to the hopeless heart, God. You've done it for me and what you've done for me, Lord, you will do for them. So anyone out there, Father, whose heart is feeling hopeless, who's, who, who is looking for you in all the wrong places, Lord, who is feeling, who has spiritual blindness or confusion or who the enemy has taught that you are not good, Father, in Jesus' mind mighty name, Lord. I thank you that just like you left the 99 and you went after me, I was that one that today you leave the 99 and you go after them. I thank you, Lord, that you send um, messengers, Lord, out to them, Lord, to just speak your word. That I thank you for the encounters, Lord, the dreams, Lord, that they will have, Lord. I thank you for the curiosity that will spark in their hearts, Lord, just as it did for me, Lord. However it is that they may call out to you, Father. I just thank you, Father, because it is your heart and your desire that everyone be reconciled back onto you, Father. So I just thank you, Lord, that you leave the 99 and you go for the one. You are faithful. You are good. I speak your love, your grace, and your mercy, Lord, over them. I thank you for Paula. I thank you for her yieldedness, her yes, Lord. I thank you for the ministry, Lord, that you've given her, Father, to reach so many. I ask you to expand her tents far and wide. And we just we just declare this. We cover everything with the power of your blood, Jesus, declaring the power of your name in your mighty and precious name. Amen. Amen. As my little great nephew says, every time we say Jesus, he says, Amen. Yes. <laughs> so praise be to God. We're just believing that God has touched you today in a mighty way. Um, as you know, you can get in touch with Sylvia at Saved by Grace podcast. Be sure to listen to our podcast. Um, send her a message. Let her know you heard this episode and that you were blessed by what it is that God did in her life. And believe God to do something great in your life, too, because he is a great big God. Sylvia, thank God for you and our continued relationship. You got my number. We'll stay in touch and contact. Yes. Uh, this, thank God for you and just uh, pray that as you continue to uh, let God use you, that your voice, that your ear is attentive to his voice and his will and his purpose and his plan for your life. Praying God's best for you always. Thank you so much for joining me. This concludes our episode for today, but be sure to join me next week as I have another powerful guest on. I want you to remember the words in Romans 10 and 17 that says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.